0: Welcome to today's episode of ICRA Exclusive, a podcast by Remodel Health. We're here to guide you through the complex world of health insurance and tell you everything you need to know about individual coverage health reimbursement arrangements. Whether you're a health insurance novice or a seasoned pro, get ready to revolutionize the way you view healthcare.
1: Welcome back to the ICRA exclusive podcast by Remodel Health. I am John Staub, one of your regular hosts. You probably recognize my voice. I'm sitting in solo because for today's episode, we have a very special guest. I'm honored to have Daniel Parker, the Senior Director of Policy and Engagement at the National Association of Benefits and Insurance professionals, also known as NABIP. Uh, Daniel, uh, before we deep dive into you and NABIP and all that, uh, just introduce uh, our audience to NABIP's history, share a little bit about your own personal journey uh, working with them and in this field.
0: Sure, absolutely. We're an association that represents licensed health insurance agents, brokers, but other general benefits professionals, folks who are working in the space of making sure that their clients, whether they're people on the individual exchange, employer clients, or those looking to look at Medicare supplements, are getting the best health care at the most affordable price. That's essentially what our membership stands for. And the association's been around well over about 100 years old now formerly known as the National Association of Health Underwriters. We changed our name from NAHU to NAPIP at the beginning of this year, 2023, Um, long overdue since underwriting hasn't even been a thing in health insurance in a decade. And so we have a long history of advocating for our membership, who are these agents and brokers, who are also advocating on behalf of their clients and making health insurance a little simpler. And regarding myself, I'm senior director of policy and engagement. So I'm essentially working at the intersection of communications and government relations and policy. So I'm responsible for communications facing legislators like written testimony for congressional hearings, but also communications facing our neighborhood membership, like the member exclusive healthcare happy hour podcast, which you were a guest on just a few weeks ago, and the Washington Update newsletter. For my personal journey, actually, so NABIP is my first job out of college. I've been here for four and a half years now. Um, I interned here my last semester of college, and then I graduated, and it worked out with the timing that happened to have an opening for me. I actually started as government affairs coordinator, which is like the calendar invite guy. <laughs> so it's 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 been a nice journey so far. It feels like a long time, but also a very short amount of time. Four and a half years is very long. I actually, I got into health policy in general because of my own Experience dealing with healthcare as a patient, which I feel like is a kind of common story for those in health policy in DC here. I actually have a kidney transplant. I have a pretty long list of health complications, uh, including kidney disease. When I was 18, I had kidney, de- kidney failure, ESRD, dialysis, the whole thing. I remember fighting with insurance over bills and my parents fighting with insurance over bills when I was still a minor with, you know, struggling to cover all these services, and I just didn't understand why the prices were they were, why it was an issue, why, like, I didn't understand anything, and I really wanted to. I remember when I first got on dialysis, they said, okay, you can go on Medicare now, and I was like, what? I was like, I know I'm sick, but I don't look that old, like, relax, Um, that's when I learned Medicare covered ESRD, no matter what your age is, did you know that? I didn't know that then. Yeah, and stage renal disease is covered by Medicare. It can be. If you know, if you have group coverage, you can take that too, but it can be covered by Medicare since the administration that did that. My experience was however this system is working, it's not working great. It could wow. probably work better. How can I help? That was basically my experience. And that's why I'm involved in health policy.
1: Yeah. And it's certainly why you have been able to help be such a great advocate for ensuring That employers and thusly employees that are having some sort of health benefits have the representation out in Washington DC, even beyond their own voting, you know, voted in uh, leaders and government leaders. It's important that experts in this space are able to help make more experts in Washington DC. So let's talk a little bit about. Legislative involvement, some of the big wins that you feel like you've been able to either have heard from uh, NABIP, and obviously several years ago would have been NAHU uh, with the older name. Uh, Talk about some of those big wins of being able to step into that space in Washington, D.C., and make a positive impact for this very big topic of health insurance in the United States.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned already, I think ultimately NABIP's goal as an association, is to ensure that all Americans have access to high-quality, affordable healthcare services. Basically, we want as many options as there are, because the more options there are, the more likely it is that you'll find a fit that's perfect for you and your bottom line financially and also health-wise. So that's something that is our biggest goal. I mean, at the end of the day, healthcare in the U.S. is a lot of things, and above all, it's complicated. I mean, literally, and I mean. And I will get to the legislative victories in a second. But literally, I mean, everyone in my life, from my dad who's going on to Medicare soon, to my girlfriend who got a new job, to my other friends who had a new job, everyone asks me for advice when it's open enrollment season. And I'm not even an agent myself. I just know a little more than the average person. Um, but I think the average American's understanding of health insurance and their options is pretty much next to null. They don't know much, and they only really want to know as much as they need to to Mm -hmm. pick the right plan and then they Mm -hmm. want to stop thinking about it you know and just go to the doctor they want to see and they don't want to think about it so when you're in a system like that agents and brokers play this crucial role like seriously legitimately very crucial role in making sure that all these potential choices um for employers and individuals um having people in the system who are insurance experts and can correctly guide people towards the plan that works best for them is paramount to the system itself that's how it It wouldn't work without our members, to be honest. I mean, how many employers know about ICRAs before an agent suggests it, right? The agent is knowledgeable about them and then knows it's the best arrangement for the employer, maybe in a hypothetical. And I would also like to add that in the individual market, this is not something that people, it's not widely known, I don't think. This past OEP, 71% of individuals enrolled in an exchange plan were enrolled by an agent or broker. Wow. So agents and brokers are pretty paramount to the individuals, exchanges and the employer-based system Absolutely. and the Medicare system as well. In terms of NABIP's political involvement, I mean, we've been at the front lines of a lot of legislation over the years. I was just talking to uh, John Green, who is our Senior Vice President of Government Affairs. He's our um, primary lobbyist for the Republican side, and he's been here over 20 years now. And he was talking to me about being part of the Medicare Modernization Act's back in 2003 we actually have a letter in the hallway from then president bush thanking Nahu for our input on the bill wow so that's how long we've been doing things here in dc
1: that's amazing
0: um, so yeah that was back in 2003 gonna go back to the aca days the early aca days they had the cadillac tax i'm not sure um if you're familiar with that
1: i've uh, heard of Cadillac it.
0: tax it was a prohibitively expensive tax on health insurance plans that the Obama administration included in the ACA but they did the math wrong like literally they did the math wrong and the tax applied to millions of more people than they thought it was wow so we got that repealed a few years ago i was actually here it was my first year working here um, 4 years ago that we got that officially repealed and done with so that was uh really really go really cool more recently there were pandemic related flexibilities that we advocated for like, things like Extending American Rescue Plan Act subsidies for those in the exchange, premiums weren't really affordable for a lot of people for a, a long time, and it was only when they extended these premium tax credit subsidies that these plans became more affordable for more people. Yeah. And um, during the pandemic, that was crucial, too, because folks were losing their jobs and therefore losing their coverage, and so this kept them covered. So we support the extension of that, and we got that through 2025. The employer retention credit that kept folks employed during the peak of the pandemic in 2020 and 2021, we also were a big supporter of that and we got that passed. And then, I mean, there's plenty that we're working on right now that I could talk forever about, but I'll let you go on to your next question.
1: Yeah, I love this because, you know, having someone doing the work that really only you can do in Washington, D.C., I have visited several times myself, I love that city i love the way that things can uh, can be accomplished when you have a great organization like nabit wonderful people like you daniel and so i am more interested in this moment right now of brokers who have something that people need you you reference them as experts in the space and i love that that's exactly what this podcast is about is ensuring that brokers are continuing to be empowered in that expert space that they, that they live. Now, let's also talk about how are you supporting these brokers, obviously through open enrollment and through changes of employee reporting and various tax changes and how long you have to retain recordings for Medicare calls and all these different things. Um, for especially those brokers who are maybe not part of the association yet that are maybe on the fence thinking about it, talk about the way you resource all of your members and brokers and equip them even more.
0: Yeah. You mentioned a few very hot regulatory topics. Here in Washington right now, I mean, there are definitely... Quite a few areas we're monitoring on the legislative level that we're interested in, but there's no sweeping changes. There's no ACA repeal and replace happening. There's no, you know, Bernie Sanders, Medicare for all bill going through the Senate and about to pass any day. But regulatory agencies are releasing a lot of regulations that affect not just our members, of course, but any agent broker out there yeah. here in the country. Um, you mentioned a few of them, Medicare marketing rules that really were meant to go after the Joe Namath call center. call centers, but unfortunately impacted our agents as well. And then broker compensation disclosure was another one in 2021 that our members needed to comply with. And so education to our membership about these different regulatory items is paramount to our purpose. We're constantly communicating through things like our newsletters and podcasts. If you go on napip.org and a ip.org you'll find a treasure trove of resources most of which are only open to members but treasure trove of resources on how to comply model forms for compliance things wow. like individual market if you're in the individual market in a federal exchange state you have to get a consent form signed now as of okay. just as of June before you enroll them And so, you know, what does that include? We have, so we have a model form on our website, for example, and guidance about what needs to be in it.
1: That's awesome. So
0: yeah, we have these sort of resources available for our members on our website and we're always on top of things. And in the day we're involved in that discussion. I mean, we're not just, you know, when you want to make sure that lawmakers understand something about potential legislation, you submit testimony in ahead of their congressional hearing where they're going to talk about that bill. On the regulatory side there's a comment letter period so we as an association solicit comments from our members we have these volunteer working groups some of our best and brightest members who volunteer for those groups they're experts in that subject matter whether it's group market a uh, large group market or individual market or medicare or even prescription drug policy all these areas that affect our members and their clients we have working groups to discuss so once a proposed rule comes out, say, on mental health parity, which is also another huge topic for employers yeah. um, who or being penalized for that network adequacy issue, or they're going to be soon if they don't change the rules, you know, we have our employer-based working group and our mental health working group that we solicit comments from, and we get their expertise from their experience on the ground with their own clients And then we can take that then take the more high level data that we have in our national office and put that together into a comment letter that reflects their interests and then also their concerns and then also what they support about whatever the regulation is. So that's how we get involved in that.
1: That is incredible for two reasons. First, being able to be heard and have your voice make it through a healthy and active and successful conduit is very difficult because a lot of times brokers realize there are a lot of expectations on them and and rightfully so because it's a very important role but with all these regulatory changes how do i know what's that coming down the pipeline how do i then fulfill those expectations once they're on my lap love how you're resourcing people that direction but then also For them to be given a voice to say, this is what I am experiencing from my clients boots on the ground right here, right now. And you can take that and represent it in a way that they can be heard. And I'm just thrilled with the continued success that NAVIP has had. Uh, some of those legislative pieces, uh, such as the you know American Rescue Plan Act extensions and the tax credit subsidies for health plans. We've been very familiar with that as a company and it's incredible to see your continued participation there. I want to highlight a particular piece of... It's somewhat regulatory, somewhat rules-changing, but ICRA, Individual Coverage Health Reimbursement Arrangements, uh, began as an executive order that spanned across multiple departments of government rolled out in the beginning of 2020 and obviously there were a lot of things going on nationally and so icra came on the scene a little under the radar because the radar was focused on lots of other uh, arguably more important things at the time but since then icra has certainly continued to grow you had the hra council on your podcast i loved that episode but talk to me about two things. What are you hearing from your members regarding ICRA? What are you hearing on the Hill regarding ICRA? And what are some things that you would love to resource some of our listeners around this topic that can seem very profound in this change? But what's your overall commentary that you can resource some of the people listening today?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think, frankly, when it, when they first rolled out, I don't think many of our members were even aware of ICRA's um, I think they found them, you know, they're, I think our members always appreciate having more coverage options to offer their employer clients because it just, you know, it may be that this employer really, it ICRA fits them precisely. I mean, the ability to reimburse employees tax-free for their individual premiums really puts employers in the driver's seat, allowing them to design their plan, determine the participants and establish the limits. And so that I can see absolutely appealing to employers and then brokers themselves. Um, I think some of them found it confusing when they first rolled out and just weren't thinking about them at the time. But I think it's really just a lot of lacking information. So we actually have a three-hour ICRA course in development right now for our members. Um, it's a CE credit course that um, provides a basic overview of ICRAs, their fit and function, and how brokers can utilize them and what clients might be best for an ICRA, best suited for an wow. Um, it's so taught by, uh, Mark Mixer, who's on the HRA council and CEO of Health One. He's a pretty prominent name in the ICRA space. And then our own NABIP member and compliance expert, Annette Bechtold, who is literally a compliance genius. And. Wow she's i don't want to say i have favorite members but she's up there um so that's not available yet but it's in development now and will be very soon so we're definitely looking to educate our members more in icras because i do feel like if the education was there they would be utilized more we don't see any pertinent legislation pending on icras but it's certainly a topic of conversation for the hill at the end of the day if if utilization increases, they're going to take notice and they're going to look at ways they can improve access. For example, we actually just got a request for information a few months ago that we responded to on level funded plans. They were really basic questions on level funded plans, which are not new plans. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes... The government can be slow. Even things that they implement themselves and they allow, they can be slow to come around on them because that RFI, to me, made it clear that they don't really understand level funding plans and they're they're, they're behind the times and they're trying to get more information on it. Yeah. I would anticipate something similar for ICRAs in the uh, short-term future.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. And again, why I'm so grateful for NABIT being able to supply information both ways to the members of nabit but then also to all of our uh, governing representation out there in washington dc to make sure that what's actually happening and the laws being made you over there are able to blend those together so thank you for that incredible uh, responsibility and also thanks for a great answer i appreciate that I would love to go into something that is a very first for the ICRA exclusive podcast, and that is a lightning round. I just have a few questions here. I would love to uh, just hear from you as someone who represents brokers and also represents governing bodies in DC. So you are kind of that middle person for us. Uh, You ready for a lightning round, Daniel?
0: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Let's do it. All right. If you could use three words, a three-word descriptor for the world of health benefits, give me three
0: words. Um, Vital, ever-changing, but exciting.
1: Great. Vital, ever dash changing and exciting. I love that. Yes, that's great. I want
0: to make clear that there's a dash in there. Yes. So it's one word. yes
1: thank you very much. That's a great <laughs> usage of that dash. Hey, so let's talk about this. A book that's influenced your professional journey. What, what, what was it that you read?
0: I don't know if there's a book that's specific for professional, but Wisdom of Insecurity by Alan Watts certainly had an impact on my personal and professional journey in life so far.
1: Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. I hope people go to their local bookstore and find a copy for themselves to enjoy. Now, Daniel, I'd love to give
0: the name of a. Uh, I'd love to give the name of uh, a nice business book, but it's unfortunately not the kind of books I usually read.
1: <laughs> uh, that's okay. I appreciate you uh, being honest with us today. Hey, so when you're not immersed in benefits, insurance, all these legal papers and Submissions to government agencies. Um, where where do we find you when you're not doing all of the work?
0: Uh outside for sure. Nature, hiking, trees. That's that's where I'm happiest.
1: That's awesome. Do you have a favorite park over there in the DC area that you enjoy?
0: Oh, I mean, Rock Creek Park's a classic one. Um, there's some really good trails here. I mean, I actually live in Northern Virginia, right outside DC. Okay, um, last year I actually did this is the lightning round, sorry. last year, I did a hike um from my apartment to Great Falls, Virginia, which took me eight hours. um wow. and it was really beautiful hike across like on the the Potomac River and then the CNO canal, which uh, is back in the part of the river that was locked off for the canal, so it's dried. It's really beautiful. It was wow. a beautiful hike so yeah,
1: wow, hiking, being outside, I love that. And so after you're done, saving the world of health benefits over there in Washington DC how do you unwind what are some of your favorite like now it's time to rest and I'm just gonna wind unwind for the for the rest of the day
0: I have to admit I'm something of a gamer I got okay. the whole RGB PC with the colors and everything. I'm, okay. one, of the, I'm one of those yeah, I'm one of those kids.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're using you still using your mind. You cannot be stopped. <laughs> well, hey, uh Daniel, I very much appreciate your time today. Thank you for giving us some insights into Washington, DC and everything that you are doing with the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals, NABIP. Um, I am an avid listener of the Healthcare Happy Hour, so thanks for your work on there, Daniel. I want to make sure all of our listeners also like and subscribe and even give happy comments over to that wonderful resource and podcast. It is free, even though you guys do a bunch of work for members. Please sign up for the Healthcare Happy Hour podcast, Um, that said, if one of our listeners today wants to get connected with NABIP and with you, what are their next steps to take part in some of these incredible things y'all are
0: doing? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in, interested in learning more about the association, you can head over to NABIPNABIP.org and you can find all the stuff I mentioned uh, today and the link to join. If you're not a member, which is the most important link if i think if you're an agent or broker or otherwise a benefits professional i don't think there's a better association out there and i mean that not just cuz they pay me to say it like <laughs> in all sincerity um it we have resources you don't want to miss and wow. if you are interested in connecting with me directly you're you're certainly free to do that it's d parker d p a r k e r at org
1: wow that is very generous of you thank you daniel for offering yourself and the organization there is one more question that i had about the particular resource of the icra training are you taking pre-registrations or any sort of a sign up on those this is obviously the icra exclusive podcast so we want to make sure and send people the right direction what's the best way to have access to that upcoming uh ce training you were referencing
0: Absolutely. So you can contact professional development at NAPIP.org for a quote and pre-register for that.
1: Excellent. I would highly recommend all of you. You can get your CE done. You can make sure and learn even more about ICRA. Uh, Daniel. Thank you for your time today. To our audience, thank you for tuning in and listening to another one of our episodes. We hope you enjoyed Daniel and everything he's shared about Washington, D.C. and ways you can continue to grow and help your clients in bigger and better ways. Stay informed, stay empowered, and we will catch you in that next episode.
0: Thanks for listening. For more information about ICRA, visit RemodelHealth.com.